you And when I defang the viper Trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere Jeff, I already put you out I don't even know why you're out here right now Keep on talking Hey, hey, hey do me a favor Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting And you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group And Mustafa, you out here A boy among men And I'm gonna tell you what you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me and Beast, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to talk about AEW from this past week. Uh, do a little bit of recap of what happened, all the goings-ons with AEW's Dynamite episode this week. Um, yeah, in general, what were your some of your uh, thoughts before we dig into it match by match a little bit here? Oh, I thought it was a decent, smooth show, man. I love, I always love seeing uh, give us a showcase about Lance Archer and I, and I, and Thoroughly enjoyed that him going against uh, Colt Cabana, uh, then uh, Sammy Guevara got his uh, got his spotlight as well as two man. So you you got got to see a couple of wrestlers getting prepared for the next week uh, conclusion of I think the semifinal tournament. Yeah, well, this is still the quarterfinal. Quarterfinal, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the next week or yeah, probably uh, the week after that should be the semifinals, and then we'll get the finals. Uh, I don't know if they're still going to do that at a double or nothing, but we'll see. We'll see what they're going to do there with because the, they they did a promo for it, you know. So it's still going to happen with yeah. the fans. Um, I just don't know if if the TV because I guess one interesting thing is that it's the TNT Championship, and it makes sense that a new championship would get debuted on a on a pay per view, but it is the TNT Championship, so wouldn't it? kind of makes sense for them to crown that champion on TNT. So, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on how they should do that, but we'll see. I think they should just crown the champion on TNT and not on a pay-per-view. Yeah. It's, it's the TNT championship. Yeah. It makes, it sense. makes sense. It's called yeah. the TNT championships. Right. right. Yeah. But I, gonna... I think they, they said <laughs> in one of their one of the shows that it will culminate at Double or Nothing. I mean, before all, you know, well, actually, no, this because this got announced during everything that's going on right now. So, um, yeah, it, it's I think the plan is for it to be at Double or Nothing unless they just don't do Double or Nothing. Maybe they change their minds on it later on. But I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it would, you would think it would make sense for them to just go ahead and do this on TNT with that being the you know the name of the bell. But you know, we'll, yeah, we'll, most definitely right, right. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But overall, I mean, I, I am digging the the tournament in general. I feel like we're getting some some pretty fun matches. And the first matchup of the night um, was the Murder Hawk, uh, as we were d- discussing before, um, Lance <laughs> Archer against Colt Cabana. Um, yeah, man, I'll let you, you, between the two, I mean, we're both fans of Lance Archer, but I feel like he's really captivated you to another oh, level, so I'll let yes. you go ahead and, and break this one down. Because I, I just love the way that they just building him, man. They're building him as a legit monster, a beast, a, his, his first name, it has murder in it. 
You know, <laughs> so <laughs> that should just tell you about who this dude is right now, man. Murder Hawk, Lance Archer, man. Like once again, you had Jake the Snake Roberts with the elegant, lovely promo. Uh, just letting you know that TNT uh, should be looking at Lance Archer, paying attention to him. Like, like we would love for you to, to have, or I would love for you to have Lance Archer, you know, just priming, priming uh, these guys, priming his, uh, his uh, superstar up, Lance Archer up. I, I just love that, man. And I love the match. You know, yeah, I, I expect Coke Cabana to get a little bit of offense, but that's all it was, a little bit. <laughs> I, I, think, I almost thought it was too much. I almost thought you thought it was a little bit too much? I, I thought because he had Lance Archer on the ground a couple times and, you know, it, Lance. Maybe for a second. Two yeah, seconds, but it was a, it was a couple of times. I I didn't want him to be down once. I wanted to be one yeah. of those things where he never gets knocked off of his feet. Like you know, oh, well, Cole yeah, just, I, I wish that too. Perfect world, yeah. So you know, but uh, overall, I mean, yeah, Lance Archer. I I thought that you know, as a show on a whole, this was this was actually my favorite part of the, the episode was just this matchup right here. You know, and seeing him just go at it and, you know, just just wreck Colt Cabana. And Colt Cabana, too, he, I mean, he tried, you know, like, even in the beginning, like, during his, his entrance, you know how he is, he, yeah, Lance Archer will run over whoever's in the ring, you know, and, and Colt Cabana tried to step up to him. And he got it too. You know, he got a, a right cross to the face, dropped him. Then Even he went before that, a fan got it real, yeah. real hard, man. Yeah. He well, just one kept- of, yeah, because there's no, it's a wrestler that was by there, just to clear that up for, for people listening. It wasn't an actual fan. Um, they have all the wrestlers there that are they're in the stands. It's basically maybe five people on one side for the face side, and then five people on the other side for the heel side. And one of them, one of the guys that wrestles on Dark, just got obliterated, and they didn't even know it was Jericho and Tony Giovanni again on on commentary, and they were like, "Who was that? Like, who was that guy?" And he just got turned to dust, man, by Lance Archer. That right. like, gone. yeah, he just shut that crowd up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I, Lance Archer's great. He's he's just really playing into. I mean, m- the Murder Hawk yes. Monster. That's the full oh, moniker, and he's just he's yes. great. I, I got a kick out of it when somebody from the crowd said, show some mercy. <laughs> Chris Jericho and Touch Line, it was like, mercy? There's no mercy here. There's no mercy in AEW. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, you're going to ask some mercy for a guy named Murder Hawk? Right. Right. <laughs> like, makes that makes no, no sense. But no sense. I got no a sense. kick out of that, though, man. Somebody <laughs> decided to give mercy. Like, yeah, that's, that's not happening here. Not in this match. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun. It was a fun matchup. Like I said, Lance Archer looked great. Uh, he did that finisher again from the, but this time he uh, he picked up uh, Cole Cabana from the top rope and then set it up for his finisher. And it, was there a glitch on your side, by the way, for the finish? Because for me, it he did it, but then the count got got like cut off. And by the time we came back, it was it was you know it was it was done. And you know he stood up, he was posing, and I saw the replay. Um, right afterwards, but as the pin was happening, it basically cut out. Like it was like one, and then it played his music, and that was it. I was like, "Wait, what? What just happened?" So I don't know. Do you I don't know. That? I didn't see that, man. It was pretty pretty clear on, on me. Okay. Yeah, no glitch on my side. Okay, yeah, because I, I even you just saw you just saw Coca-Cola getting pinned like he was knocked out because he kept on kicking out even after getting pinned. I was like, "Oh, he's really selling that." Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. Well, I, either way, you know, for me, even with that little technical difficulty, you know, it was it was awesome. And yeah, we I knew it was coming as soon as he had him up in that <laughs> like razor's edge position. I was like, this is done. This is over yeah. with. So yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, Lance Archer moves on, and, yeah, we'll see who his next opponent is going to be. Um, I think, who is it? It's Kip Sabian that's that's on the other side, and he, who is he going to go against? Dustin Rhodes. Dustin, that's right. Oh, yes. God. Yeah, Dustin's going to win that match. I yes. guarantee it. He's yes. winning. Just yep. so that Lance Archer can destroy keep, keep, yep. Cody's brother. To keep and it then, within the story, the content. Yeah. Context yeah. of the story. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but hey, it'll it'll be a great story told, you know, in that matchup oh, yeah. too. Because Dustin is great to watch. at that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. So then uh the next segment we had Dr. Britt Baker we, well it was a two parter. So there was a segment with Dr. Britt Baker and then yes. she had a matchup following that. Um Britt Baker basically they used the DMD. DMD, thank you. They used the that situation that happened uh, from last week where she got busted open and bloodied to lead into this uh, promo that she cut where she just talked about like what it means to be, you know, uh, well, a couple of steps essentially to, to, you know, I forget what it was like the, the header for it, but it was almost like she was in a dentist office and she had this, this, um, this big sheet of paper and she was, you know, just kind of like educating, you know, the, the NXT, or the NXT, the AEW audience, um, a little bit there and playing into the heel persona and the fact that she's a, a dentist and she's, you know, she is who she is. Um, she called, she, um, uh, what was, who was, who was the matchup with against last week? Like blanking out on last that. week. Yeah. It she was she went she she went against uh, Hakaru Shida last Shida, week. Shida, that's what. Yeah, so yeah. she called out Shida for being for being reckless, you know, and she busted her open, and she, you know, like that's unbecoming of a superstar, um, you know, and she basically was touting herself for having fought through the, uh, being a bloody mess essentially, and she said, "Well, who really won in this situation if you really look <laughs> at it?" So you know, I thought that was a like kind of a nice. You know, twist on her part. Even Chris Jericho uh, got kicked out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it was, it was cool. And I think you know, for for uh, Britt Baker, she's doing a great job overall with just you know playing up this persona. And every time you can put the mic in front of her or just have her cut a promo, I think she she's killing it. it. Yeah. yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah, well said, man. She's definitely killing that promo. She's kind of just setting the tone for her character, and then I, I think finally she's going to start to get that momentum man and start climbing that ranks again i think she's ranked what fourth or third what third after this win yeah i mean she should move up after this one i didn't see the rankings yet for this week but i'm pretty sure um you know with the win over who was it cassandra golden was her name um she should yeah she should get this victory she should move up in the rankings a little bit because she dominated i mean i don't know maybe she won't just because no one really knows who cassandra golden is so you know maybe they don't really count this one as big as if she were to beat another ranked opponent let's say so we'll see how they play with the rankings. it's still a win though yeah yeah but do you really move someone down that didn't wrestle because (laughs) Britt baker beat an unranked opponent like you know that that's that's where rankings get a little bit tricky I hear you on that, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it it was a dominating performance. I mean, I think there were maybe three moves. There was like a, a kick to the knee, a super kick, 
and then it was a curb stomp. Curb stomp on the bottom rope. On the bottom rope, yeah. And that, that was, was it. Cassandra ain't getting no offense in. Nothing. 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 Uh, Jericho touted that, uh, you know, Britt Baker is creating her own customers, you know, by doing the curb stomp to people. And she said, yeah, Cassandra, you know, why don't you get in line with everybody else in the back and Dr. Britt Baker will see you in a little bit to go ahead and fix your teeth later. So I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, man, they're really pushing, pushing Britt Baker and, um, Hikaru Shida was in the, in the audience too, by the way, yep, she was. during that matchup. And there was a little bit of back and forth in the beginning during Britt Baker's entrance. You know, she walked by her, they kind of jaw jacked a little bit. So probably yeah. that, that feud there is not done. And I like that they're playing on that a little bit. Yeah, man. Planting the seeds, man. I, I like that, uh, build some type of rivalry, like a slow build though, because you got, Hakaru Shida, who's just on this like six seven match winning streak, and then you see Dr. Britt Baker ever since that that nosebleed, she's starting to you know carry this momentum. So they're gonna clash again, which is which is nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, now moving on to the next matchup, we had Sammy Guevara going against Shug. D is this guy's name? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. I, I've never seen this guy wrestle. I'm sure he wrestles on dark, um, but I've never seen him. And Pineapple yeah. Pete's what uh, Chris Jericho called was him. calling him. Okay, <laughs> hey man, he 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 tried. You know, he went out there, he did his thing, but yeah, Sammy Guevara just had his way with him. Man, it was it was no contest. It was kind of a kind of almost a squash. Like it was essentially real close that's what it squash. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, he got like a little offense in, but that's it. Yeah, maybe two seconds, two point five seconds as usual. <laughs> <laughs> the rest was was Sammy, man. That's right. that's all it was. I'm curious about what the what Chris Jericho was talking about during this match. He said potential uh, future tag teams champs of the La Sex Gods, Sammy <laughs> Chris yeah, Jericho. I, I, so I, I was like, see. okay. <laughs> I can see them them doing something like that. I feel like he's he's really taking a, a vested interest in building up Sammy Guevara, yeah. calling him a young Chris Jericho, you know, and, and yeah, just I think that would be a good mix. I think those two have great chemistry when they're in the ring together because they've tagged they've tagged up a couple times, and yeah, I just I, I do see you know some chemistry there for sure with them and, and being tag team champions, man. Going against Kenny Omega and Hangman out on page, I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool, man. I like the, the that idea. So we'll see if they build that up. Um, I, I don't want to skip. Well, I guess a couple things. One, before this matchup happened, they did do a little skit, uh, the Bubbly Bunch, you know, with uh, you know <laughs> yeah. the the members of the inner circle all kind of talking to each other through social distancing from their phones, you know, at each other's houses. So it was a little funny segment. Um, Jericho talking on the phone and he's pouring himself orange juice and the orange juice is overflowing in the cup. It's overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because the next tape, like, you don't even see the spill of the orange juice. That's what like, I noticed. I was like, wait a minute, why is it clean? <laughs> right. Just clean around what he just poured. I'm like, I thought that was hilarious, man. Oh, man. So it was just funny. You know, I really didn't take much from it other than it was just a fun skit that they did, you yeah. know, kind of playing off of, hey, social distancing and the inner circle is still a unit they still get along they're all tight they're all tight even (laughs) even with social distancing and they even showed the dogs they showed jericho's hounds i should say um in the in the video as well so that was cool uh, or was it or is it satana or is it no it was ortiz uh 
his stuffed animal collection. Oh, yeah, yeah the house. Grinch and some other <laughs> stuffed yeah. animals. Yeah. Stuff, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a kick. That was pretty cool. Um, oh, and then at the end of that matchup with uh, Sammy Guevara and Shadi, uh, Sammy Guevara got on the microphone. He said he was going to beat the shit out of Darby Allen um, in the <laughs> matchup. That's verbatim what he said. Um, and then he said, I'm going to show you a little preview yeah. of what I'm going to do. And he started beating down Shabdi again. But then yeah. Darby Allen showed up and, and yeah. you know, Sammy Guevara just hot-tailed it out of there. Just you know, Okay, like, okay, good, good. <laughs> He's like, watch out, Sammy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good. Yes, oh, I got a kick out of that too. You saying He was like, light work, baby. Yeah, light, light work. work. <laughs> it was. It she was too. Was light work. <laughs> Like light work for the Spanish guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that was fun. That was a fun was. Uh, just show a good showing for Sammy leading into his matchup against Darby Allen. You know they're trying to make him strong, look strong. Uh, yeah, you know, leading up to that, which was awesome. Um, Kip Sabian versus Chuck Taylor. Um, yeah, yeah this T, one. Baby. What's that? Chucky e. T, baby. Chucky e. T. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I like I like seeing Ch- Chuck Taylor wrestle and and seeing what he can do in singles competition. You know, the best friends as a tag team. I say if, if I have my choice, I want to see them as a tag team. But um, you know, it's nice because Trent has been getting a lot of love in the Hell singles yeah. game. I mean, he can go you know, too. He's he's great. Trent's great. So to see Chuck Taylor get uh, get that uh, little bit of showing, a little bit of time to show what he can do um, was was really nice here. So, um, yeah, what do you think of the match, though, overall in general? I thought this maybe was the best wrestling match that we got, even though we didn't we didn't get it like a clean finish. But I thought this was the best wrestling match I've seen presented at the AEW Dynamite card, Chuck Taylor and Kip Sabian. Uh, first, just going with the ground game, kind of just showing off their grappling skills. And you saw, and you saw Chucky e. T, you know, showing off that, that he can go. And I like that even, you know, Chucky or Chuck T, he doesn't have that quote-unquote that body-type wrestler, and Chris Jericho made point of it. Like, like he doesn't need to have, like, a, a top physique to be a great wrestler. Look at, he said, he compared him, like, to, like, I think Bobby Heenan, he said. Mm-hmm. And and Tony Schiavone was like, yeah, good point. So I thought that was great of Chris Jericho to give him, like, a nice little point right there or uh, to put a, little, put a little spotlight on Chuck T, man. But it was overall it was a good match, though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a good match. Um, you know, I, I I want to see more of Kip Sabian. Each time I see him, I'm like, man, I feel like he he needs to be on television more. And he needs a microphone. You know, like I want to hear what he has to say. Um, yeah. You know, because I think that's what's missing right now. Is is I, I think that I overall, think his girlfriend overshadows him a bit. Yeah, Penelope Ford is. Um, you know, she's she's. I think they're dynamic. It's like it, that's more of the thing versus who they are as people. I think it's just the fact that, you know, they're both, I don't know, like it, it kind of started out as as um, they were trying to get revenge on, um, gosh, what's that guy's name? Um, it was one of the wrestlers because Penelope Ford's character is basically the ex-girlfriend of one of the wrestlers back there. And so that's how it kind of started. And I feel like it's just really been about their relationship, but not who they are past that. And yeah. I just want to see, like, you know, I want Kip Saban to get a mic in, in his hand and let's see what he has to say on the microphone. And even for Penelope Ford, too, as a as a, uh, as a a wrestler, because she had that one match. She had a, I think it was a triple threat or a fatal four-way match. It was she was a, a fatal four-way, I believe so. Yeah. 
And so, you know, I thought she did a decent job there. But, you know, just to hear more from them so that we can start telling a story with them again, you know, I think it would be, you know, be really nice. I think they would both benefit from just having a little bit more time to to speak to to the crowd and to or to the audience at home and uh, share a little bit about their motivations and all that. Yeah, man. Uh, what, what did you think about uh, Cassidy Orange? Uh, Orange Cassidy. Oh, oh, yeah, I said it again. I knew. I was gonna, <laughs> hey, I knew it. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Damn it. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. <laughs> Orange Cassidy's uh, antics. Trying to fire up uh, Chuck T or Chuck Taylor. Like he nonchalant hitting the mat. Yeah, I, oh man, yeah, he's trying just, to fire her up. It's like, hey, yeah, get up! Yeah. But you're just doing this, just nonchalant. Oh man, I got a kick out of that. That was funny. That was funny. Just also too, I liked when uh, he got up on the because Penelope Ford, you know, had gotten up to the to the side there on the apron, was trying to distract uh, the referee, and and um, you know, I forget what Jericho said. He said something like, um, "She's she's using her her." like female like antics or whatever and blah, blah blah but then um orange cassidy went up there and did the same thing like he took off his jacket and he put his his pinky in his mouth and was kind of like <laughs> trying to seduce like, <laughs> yeah. and you know it was just kind of funny seeing that and and tony Giovanni was like he's using his male tools or his male whatever and i was like what <laughs> you know and even jericho started laughing so that was pretty cool um. Yeah, man. Orange Cassidy, he can do no wrong. Like that dude's great. He's just yeah, and he's, he's gonna get awesome. his uh, first singles match next week. That they said. Oh well, I guess technically his second, right? Because he faced uh, Pac already. Well, well, yeah, but they said I guess on the AEW Dynamite show. Though. Oh, on that right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah well, um, I was trying to remember. It was Joy Janela, basically, that they had, had the the storyline with, right? So. Penelope Ford was, you know, in a relationship with Joey Janela, and then, you know, she is now with Kip Sabian, but then there was that friction that started this, basically, as far as I had seen story-wise on television, like, that had been the story, and then, you know, since then, I feel like we really haven't gotten a storyline for Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford, so, you know, it'd be nice to just have them get get beyond that and, and let's start telling more stories. And it seemed like they were starting to build that with Cole Cabana a little bit. Maybe they get back to that um, since Cole Cabana's done with the tournament. Um, I think yeah. that'd be a good opportunity to build He had up. a nice little promo, man. Just, you know, when they kind of set that up before he fought against Murderhawk Lance Archer. Yeah. Cole Cabana, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. All right, so then the next matchup after Kip Sabian and Chuck Taylor, which, by the way, oh, yeah, before we move on from that, let me just finish by saying um, Kip Sabian won that matchup, and we did have Jimmy Havoc help them, help Kip Sabian win the matchup, which, you know, is funny because Jericho had made mention of them being somewhat close-knit, like uh, Jimmy Havoc was talking... Well, yeah, possibly. he said they were all living together and said Jimmy Havoc was living in a box in the corner. Yeah, that's what I said, possibly. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, you know, but I had no idea. Maybe this is something, again, that they're building on Dark. And I just, man, I just have to make time to see Dark now because, you know, there's certain things that just will show up out of nowhere. And I just feel lost sometimes with, with, uh, with not having seen some of that stuff. So I don't know, but... You know, did you know about any kind of like like 
acquaintance that they had or that they were living together prior no, to man, this? this or... was breaking news. Like, as soon as you was uh, listening for the first time, that was me when Chris okay. Jericho was giving us an uh, explanation of what type of history these two had. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. And then they left together, too. You know, like, they were hugging. It kept saving yeah. and Jimmy Havoc. He was thanking Jimmy Havoc for helping him out. And, yeah. Like, they... oh, wow. Okay. A little bit of a faction here, too, I guess. So, you know, so, so. Wait, maybe he can help. Maybe Dustin Rose won't win. Oh, no, I think I think Dustin's <laughs> going to win. Yeah, because they're, they're not going to betray that story for this. I think it's it's Dustin is going to overcome this. He's probably going to get help from, you know, the elite or somebody, you know, yeah. like it, it's, there's no way he's going to win that matchup. OK. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Dustin losing to Kip Sabian, I think for Kip Sabian would be good. Like it, it would it would make sense to build up the younger uh, talent, you know, versus having Dustin get you know be pushed more. But I think in the confines of the story, I'm okay with Dustin winning. So you know, it's it's probably still what they're. You gonna just do. want to see him get destroyed by Lance Archer. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> right. That'd be great. That'd be great. Just gotta keep I mean, it real with me. Just let me know. Look, look Dustin, Dustin's awesome, and I don't, I don't like. I, I'm, I'm happy that Dustin's career is continuing on, and I feel like in the right context, it's fine for him to get wins. But when you're trying to push some of this new young talent, it doesn't make sense that Dustin would beat him. Like you know, beating Sammy Guevara, like what does that do for for anybody? You know, like it doesn't really help Dustin, and it hurts Sammy Guevara. Yeah. You know, like the match he had with Jake Hager, it's like why is he getting so much offense on Jake Hager? Like it just no, you trying to build up Jake Hager, like it just doesn't make sense. So in some situations, I think it doesn't make sense, but you know, in this context, I think because you're leading, you're you're trying to build Lance Archer, and you're trying to tell this story where it becomes really personal between Archer and Cody, I think it makes sense to get Dustin there. Maybe they could have just skipped, though, and, like, flipped the two matches. So, flip, uh, so Cole Cabana and and Dustin, if you would have just flipped those two, you could have had Dustin against Lance first, get that out the way, Uh, and then have Cole Cabana versus Kip Saban, you know, and maybe Kip beats Cole Cabana in that matchup. You okay. Could, you could do that that way. Or the other way around and Cole Cabana well, yeah, beats him. Either way. That's fine too. Yeah. I like that. I like how you yeah. plan that out in your head. Yeah. Just And the fact that they're right there too, I'm like, it's interesting that they chose this way. Um, but, you know, I guess, you know, and I'm just thinking all this through right now and, and trying to see like why they would do that. I feel like maybe they're thinking, okay, the match right before Cody and Lance Let's have that be the one with Dustin because then the 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 it cuts deep and it just happened, you know. And now Cody just saw his brother get destroyed, and then next week or the week after that, he he has his matchup. But you know, I like the uh, Dustin beating Kip Sabian just doesn't feel right. So you know that that yeah. that, that bothers me a little it's, bit. It's, it's going to happen though. It's going to be yeah. a reality. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. The, it's going to be another reality, though, right after that. <laughs> Lance Archer. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, so we had Sean Spears uh, having a match again. Well, he, he had Justin a... Justin Law. 
No, nah, well, let's say this right. Like he he beat a, a he beat up a kid for for all we know. Like this dude looked like he was still in high school. Like I, I don't know where they found him. He just you know he had wrestling gear on. But yeah, this, this is I feel like you know Sean Spears should be arrested for assaulting you know like just this this kid because it just felt wrong seeing him beat him down. Even you know, Sean Spears looking at him at then first when he came. What do you call what Lance Archer did to Marco Stunt man? Child abuse. This was about the same. This, this just felt, for some reason, this felt worse because I feel like I know Marco Stunt is a grown man, even though he's smaller. But this dude looked like a kid, and he's he's a little bit bigger than Marco Stunt. But in the face, man, he just looked like he just looked like a kid. I'm like, yeah. what is happening? Even Sean Spears' attitude, even when I when he was approaching the, the ring, he just like this dude. <laughs> he like, really? him, right? He was like, really? <laughs> you sure you want to do this, kid? You sure? All right. He's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He's like, all right, I'm going to give you a head start. He went He went on all, all fours, basically. Yeah, they like, like that wrestling position. Yeah, and then yeah. dude tried to do a roll up, and Sean Spears almost got pinned. He's like, "Okay, I'm done." He just he got spooked real quick, man. Yeah. He's like, "Nope, that's not happening." Just, just yeah. beat, beat him down. Uh, yeah, finished him off. It was, it was over. It was over. Just Damn, uh, quickly nice hard C four, and that was it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just. I don't know, Sean Spears with this. Did he too, get some wins since that one in six I seen? He did on Dark. They said it on this all of a episode. Sudden, I'm like, man, he, his record looking mighty juicy now. Like, yeah. it was like one and six. Now it's like six and what is or six and six now? Something. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't or notice his record six. in this I think episode. It was, well, six and six now with that win. Well, yeah. All they said was um, on Dark the night before that he had won a matchup. So. Yeah, I mean, they, they, their patent is his record now. I'm trying to make him look a little bit better, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, man, I feel like he just, he, I don't know. They they got to do better about building him up because a match like this doesn't do anything for him. If he wins on Dark, no one saw it. He just feels, he doesn't, he feels like a lame character right now, man. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not feeling Sean Spears. When he first started, I feel like the turning point was when he lost to, to Cody. That's what it was. That's you know, if he would have beaten man. Cody, I feel like, okay. He you know, now. All the momentum right there. Yes. Because yes. it didn't make sense. Like, Cody could have took an L. Yep. And it wouldn't make sense because it would have been by nefarious means, heel tactics, whatever, whatnot. And yep. he would have understood that. Like, okay. Cody could take that L. Like, it really wasn't a loss, but, you know, technically it's a loss, but we can accept that. But here yeah. we just, man, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, they've got work to do. they yeah. got work to do with Sean, Sean Spears. Spears, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I said Sean Spears, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man. It, it's, they, they, they got work to do. They got work yeah. to do. And he, he didn't come here. He didn't come from WWE for this. You know, like, oh. he came... To, to here to AEW, hopefully to get pushed better, and it just it looks like more of the same. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's bizarre. You it's got so these bizarre. side segments. You you know gambling on matches, and yeah. I don't know, man. What are you doing? Just begging for somebody to become his tag team partner. Right. He's like, man, trying to get just his setting his, up Zoom accounts, having yeah. remote <laughs> conversations. What interviewing him. <laughs> About who could be their tag, new tag partner. <laughs> like, this dude 
desperation, man. He's just yes. in desperation <laughs> mode right now, man. Anybody, just, just you know, don't use baby oil. Like, like whoever yes. can fit certain criteria. And it's I not know. very hard, you know. Just, He's man. going at it wrong. Impress me. Yeah. Impress me. How about you impress the damn self? Right. <laughs> you impress me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously, Shandee's going to be like, hey, man, you impressed me, dude. <laughs> and maybe I'll consider you being my tag team partner. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So more, it's just more work to do, more work to do with Sean yeah. Spears. All right. So we are at the main event. Yeah. yeah. No, no hold barred, empty arena match for the yes. AEW World Championship between John Moxley and Jake Hager. Um, commentary was JR, good old JR, Jim Ross was there. That's all it was. Yep. So what were your thoughts, man? What did you think of this match? Let me hear your thoughts first, because I know how, you know, you talked about, uh, Jake Hager, like he's not feeling that enforcer type. So I would just like to hear your thoughts first on this. (sighs) So in all honesty, (laughs) It there's a couple things that I that I was going through with this. One this is, is essentially like the last man standing match we seen in WrestleMania or yeah. Tommaso and Johnny Organo. Oh, so man. I'm just like another version of oh. it. So I was just wanting, I wanted to hear your thoughts. You know now. what? You even putting it in that context compared to this <laughs> match just made it worse because Edge and Randy Orton that story was built so well and I have so much love for those. You talking about two of my favorite wrestlers like post Attitude Era, Randy Def- Randy definitely being number one. Yeah. And then Gargano and Ciampa, that's my favorite feud right now. Like Johnny Gargano, I'm a huge fan. Tommaso Ciampa, I'm a huge fan. And then you got Jake Hager here in this matchup, who I've just been not really impressed with, you know, in AEW. John Moxley, I love, you know, he's great. But Jake Hager just doesn't do it for me. And and really it's. I feel like this matchup for him, he didn't do a bad job in the match. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I feel like both of these guys, you know, as as far as the performance goes, I felt like they did a decent job. But the match was boring. It was so <laughs> boring. There were maybe twice where I literally almost fell asleep. I, no joke. I was just exhausted. And it was funny because JR was just like, I don't know about you guys, man, but I'm, I'm burnt out. And I was like, yeah, me too, JR. I almost fell asleep, dude. Like, <laughs> but he was trying to make it seem like it was this emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And I'm just like, nope, I'm just tired. Like, I literally just want to go to sleep right now. I need a nap. So, yeah, man, it was just, it was bad. Like, I just, I didn't like it. I felt like the the arena, empty arena setting was a mistake. They should have just had it at the same venue yeah. that they had those other matches because there's more energy in the matchups that we saw there. Like you mentioned, you know, with um, with, with Chuck T, with uh, Chuck Taylor, you know, his matchup that we had, it was it was a better matchup with Kip Sabian than it when was. we got here. That's why I said it was uh, the best match. <laughs> yeah. On the Dynamite card, man. I just... I was not right, feeling man. it. And, it, and it, then, was, it was boring. Well, and here's another thing, too. The rules, I feel like everybody was confused yeah. on what the rules Even were supposed to be. J.R. was confused. J- oh, my God. <laughs> J.R. was J-R confused. He was confusing one, me. He was. He said, oh, yeah, it's uh, no, no, no false count anywhere. You know, and then <laughs> uh, two minutes later, I think I actually timed it because I had to go back. I was like, what? Did he just change what he just said? So he said it, he, look, um, I think it was um, 
Moxley gets put in the corner by Hager, and he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's false count anywhere. And then literally like two and a half minutes later, they're on the outside, and Moxley's putting on an armbar. And he's like, wait, now I would think that in a match like this, it wouldn't be false count anywhere. It's just no holds barred. And I'm like, wait, what? You <laughs> yeah. just said it's false count yep. anywhere. It was so confusing. Was. And, then, and then it was another part when they're in the stadium. And I think John yeah. Moxley put him in the four-figure The leg, figure four. The figure yeah. four. Yeah, the figure four leg lock in between, like, the, the, the rail. Yeah. Like, wedging in between uh, Jake Hager's legs and the rail. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so this is a fall count anywhere? <laughs> I, I, I was so confused. I, I didn't know. And then, too, there was a part where uh, there was a submission in the ring. And there was rope break. And I'm like... How is there rope break in a no holds barred matchup <laughs> right, where you can go man. outside and get a chair and there's no DQ? Like how are you, how is there a rope break? Smash was everywhere. It was, it was a mess. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just this is just a like, no sanction match. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, this was this was bad. Even Jr. too on commentary, man. Like that was just the wrong choice. You should have had J- Tony Schiavone and Jericho would have been so much better. Yeah. To have had on They could have dubbed that in, man. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, but that's that's what they did with Jr. You know, like Jr. I'm sure was just at home and they showed. Oh him yeah, yeah. He's not there. Yeah, on. he's doubling yeah. it in. But yeah, that was the wrong move. Just him by himself. Oh like he God. needs somebody so, to bounce off with. But just keep it with the same chemistry between Tony Schiavone and uh, and Chris Jericho. Dude, and yeah. some of some of Jr.'s one liners, man. I just I had to write some of them down. I was like, oh my god, like what's <laughs> he talking down? right now? Yeah, he said one of the things he said was uh, Moxley skirted death, beating a staph infection. Mo- but uh, Hager may prove to be stronger than a staph infection. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? That's a little intense, Jr. What you talking about? That Hager is going to be stronger than a staph infection? No, we should know. This is wrong. <laughs> then he's like, both men are right-handed, which means something in a fight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> say more. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, man. man. This match for Moxley is, prof- yeah. is professional life and death. I know that's drastic. He actually said, I was like, dude, I cannot believe. Then he started, he One was ragging on. on AEW for having the the um, the barricades. He's like, why do we need security railings? There's nobody here. He's like, why do we need chairs? chairs There's nobody no here. fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, some of it was funny, and some of it I was just like, man, he really needs somebody else to help him. I don't know. He needs somebody like, to wheel him back in, man. Like, yeah. All right. You're a bit oh off course God. now, JR. <laughs> Dude, one, one I, I did like, because it almost felt like a, a classic JR line. He's like, that concrete is unforgiving. Anytime you're surrounded by inanimate objects, they're going to win. I was just like, oh, that's that classic JR line. So yeah. that one was good. But yeah, man, this matchup just it just felt like a mess. I just I don't know. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. The, that's what it was, man. Like I think I had to watch it twice. Cause the first time Oof. I kept on just drifting to my phone, like, man, this is kinda rough. I don't know because it was kinda just towards the late end of the night and I was just and I just decided to finish in the morning. So that's and what I did and I was too. which it was still boring. Then yeah. I'm like, yeah, Commercial, commercials boring, didn't man. help. Yeah, commercials, yeah, commercials definitely didn't help. The empty arena, just no energy in there, and it really that wasn't that much trash talking in there as well. Just a little bit, just a lot of grunting noises. So, it, I 
definitely wasn't feeling this. And we just not just seen something somewhat of this match. Right. Yeah. WrestleMania and yeah. then following by NXT. I didn't need to see something like this again. It's so seeing like another version of a last man standing match mm-hmm. or just no holes bar match. It was, you know, I, I didn't need to see that. It was essentially, I mean, it was basically That's what it was. the Gargano yeah. Ciampa match yeah. all over again. It was, it was poor that same match. Just, version of it though. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Just, just poorly, you know, done. And, and I just, which sucks. Cause again, I, I, Moxley, I think Moxley and Hager in terms of what they did in physicality, I don't think they did anything wrong. I think they, they actually did a solid job. I think this is the best match that Hager's had in yeah. AEW. But it was just boring. Like it just went too long. I think, yeah, just they they just missed something. Like if you if you would have had like the format that you had at that other location with those wrestlers there to add to the energy, you have Jericho's commentary, which is just golden right now. And then Shivani, you know, has been very strong with Jericho. Like they have great yes. chemistry. Jr. by himself. No, I don't no. think he he's not right. <laughs> he's just not right by himself, man. Like no. he's he's a he's great. He's legendary. You know, classic JR is amazing, one of the best in the business period. But yeah, at this point What's that? I said grew up with JR. Yeah, yeah, he's great, man. He's great. He's awesome. Like we love JR, but I mean, you know, right now with him by himself on commentary, it just it just didn't feel right, you know, and it didn't help. It didn't help the matchup at all. Yeah, man, it, it definitely didn't. Kind of just weighed it down, you know. In the end, it just sucked the air out of, out of the whole entire room. And yeah. this this match sucked. It is yeah. what it is. It just moved yeah. forward, and it sucks that you know it's John Moxley, and you know two good wrestlers. It's just I just just the way. Not nothing against John Moxley. It's just more on Jake Hager. It's the way he's just been built, man. I just wasn't. I wasn't even buying this match too. It kind of just took yeah. me out too. So that was another element there that just took me out of the match. Like I'm not buying. Hey, Jake Hager as this this monster enforcer. Yeah, I never believed he was gonna win. I, I never exactly. Did. There was no point in the match where I was like, oh, he could actually do. Nah, oh, there's was, he not. just might pull this off now. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I was just kind of waiting for it to over. Like when it was finally over, I was like, "Oh, finally, okay, good." I, I was, I'm shocked you watched it twice because there's no way, there's no way I could go back. I'm, I just I'm, had to I'm double done. check, make sure I was seeing. I just need confirmation, man. And I had a confirmation the second time. I was like, "Yep, yeah. <laughs> this is boring." I just, I rewind because because I, I was just hey, that was, it was towards the end of the night, so I was just tired too. Yeah. So I didn't want to like like you said fall asleep. So I fi- I figured like I'll just watch this. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, I have more energy, but yeah, it was, it wasn't, it was my energy level. It was just with that match. It was just boring. Yeah, I rewound it because I had to hear again some of the things that Char was saying. Because I was like, is this man really saying this? Did he just say it was a false count anywhere? And then just <laughs> renege and say, no, actually, it's not false count anywhere. Like, I had to rewind it just to get that. And I was like, how, how much time had even passed from him just changing his story right then and there? Um, but yeah, man, it just, it just didn't do it for me. Um, so I don't know, like where you go from here. I mean, Jericho getting back in the title picture, I think would be awesome. He's just, I feel like I I just, because of he's how good he's been doing on commentary, 
you know, like, I want to see Jericho back in action. I know he's going to have the thing with with the Elite, you know, and with Matt Hardy. Yeah, but that's more of a faction versus faction. And after that, I I think he can just, like, he's still ranked number two. There you go. I think after this, yeah, he'll jump back up to number one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, So, yeah, that that concludes this episode. It kind of ended on a little bit of a down for for this one which you know AEW's usually been pretty good but this is yeah. one of the the first ones where I would say yeah this this it just sucked you just got to call it like you hey, see hey. it um so you know it is what it is overall not going to uh, sugarcoat from, it what's that I'm not going to sugarcoat it it was yeah. what it was that exactly suck. Exactly, but Lance Archer, we got Lance Archer, you know, the Murderhawk monster taking care of business, and we also got a, a strong matchup between Kip Sabian and Chuck Taylor, so, you know, the the end of the matchup, that, that left something to be desired, but, you know, at the end of the day, it was it was still a solid episode, it just, the ending could have been better, that's that's about it, so. Oh, yeah, man. You? Yeah, man, it's, it's pretty much the same thoughts, like, the, the I think throughout the night, the matches were cool. Saw some entertaining matches from like Kip Sabian and Sammy Guevara with his squash match with Shud D. Can't believe I remember that name, but you know, I guess it's an easy name to remember. But it is what it is. And of course, Murder Hawk lands Archer, but it ended with a dud between Jake Hager and, you know, John Moxley. But, you know, we just move on. But hey, I'm pretty sure they'll make their adjustments uh, what they need to for next week. Yeah. Yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see. I'm still, I'm looking forward to next week's uh, continuing this tournament, the TNT tournament. Yes. So that'll continue. Hopefully, more Chris Jericho on the mic. So I'm yes. enjoying that. Jericho on commentary, commentary is yes. gold. It is. Les champions. More of that, please. All right. Well, before we sign off, man, why don't you tell people where they can catch us on social medias and stuff? Oh, yes. As always, catch us on Instagram, Twitter, and that would be our new Twitter username. It would be Clark underscore wrestling. Makes it easier to find us. So. You know, I guess you don't have to put the Clark podcast. Just put Clark underscore wrestling. Bam, we'll pop up on Twitter. Hit us up. DM. Hit us in the DMs. Ask us questions about anything wrestling related. Maybe something, a topic you'd like to hear that we're not discussing. And we'll give it a shot and see what you guys would like to uh, hear on the uh, on the, on the podcast waves. And, of course, uh, catch us up on Facebook as well. We got a beautiful Facebook page. You can put out your requests, you know, put reviews, how you like about what you like about the Facebook page or the podcast uh, show as well. And then always listen to us on a major podcast platforms. You got Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart. And then, of course, Apple Podcasts as well on any of those major platform apps, Google, Android and Apple. Yes, sir. A plethora of ways to find us out there on the web and in all your different ways of listening to podcasts. That will do it for this episode, for this recap of AEW Dynamite. For Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.